How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. Dude, is any of these games going to, like, be a competition? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just getting ridiculous. We're, we're at the, you know, point in time where we're getting to the end of May now, and we are, we're stuck with playoff, not, not even to mention playoff, conference final playoff basketball and hockey and we're not getting any competitive series we are getting bring the brooms out bring the brooms out i i I was just telling you before i'm like i feel like the janitors across the nation are going to be striking because everybody is stealing the brooms out of their closet i mean this is you can't make this stuff up 302020 we we went we last week just last week we came in and we were talking about how we believe that these series you know are going to both these conference finals could go seven games, could go six games, and are going to be deep competitive series. And we have seen on one side the, in the West, Denver just be, be too West, much for the, for the Lakers. It's a class above. Uh, just, just too good. They're playing. They're too yeah. hot right now, playing too good as a team. There's nothing that the Lakers can do. And on the East side, we've seen a team get totally defeated by an underdog, um, and, and they're just, they've just quit on the, you know, themselves, basically. Yep. And their coach, so, yeah. Right. So we'll get into those series. We'll talk about, you know, is there a possible chance of any 3-0 comeback? It's never happened in NBA history. I doubt it no. happens in no this one. Then in the NHL playoffs, both series are also 2-0, um, but, but this time it's the teams that we picked. So this is why we, you know, this is why we talk about hockey. We're, 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 we're yeah, usually we'll, spot on with, with, with time hockey out. predictions. Time out. I picked Denver. I picked Denver since before the playoffs yes. And guess what? I picked Denver too, but guess what? We didn't have the okay. heat, so I can't no, say we, we predicted that right. Uh, we did not. Have Florida up to nothing. Very impressive over there. Yes. Um, so we have to get to NBA, or NBA and NHL playoffs um, and talk a little bit about what happened this weekend in I, the world of sports. So I want we I want to think before you before you run it here. I, yeah. Two things. I want to be the new agent for two players, mm-hmm. Gabe Vincent and Matthew Kachuk. If I could be the agent for those two players, I'd be set for life. I, I agree. I mean, they're, they're playing amazing right now. So let's get into this uh, episode. Let's run it. Uh, let's get in and let's start with uh, one minute of golf that you can come at in and, and recap uh, the uh, PGA on. Championship from this weekend. I am so getting more than a minute. First of all, me well, and you always take more than a minute, but we keep the segment right, called minute, you know, so we don't so, change the, the segments. So first of all, me and you played golf yesterday, right? So we played, we, we, and I have to give you kudos. Your game is coming along, right? That you're, was, you're, you're booming it was the ball. decent. Uh, you know, the ball is, is going places. It just may not always be going the right places that it needs to be sure. going. It, listen, from a year ago or two years ago, your game is, is definitely getting better. Yeah. You're still not able to beat your father. Nope. Still came up a couple strokes short. Uh, but you know, it's only five. a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> so, so we go, pl- so we go play golf. Then we come home. We're chilling out. We're watching a little PGA championship. I, look, the, golf has been so good lately. The last really couple of majors have been must watch TV and Brooks mm-hmm. Kepka and Scotty Scheffler and Victor Hovland and even Bryson DeChambeau, like the best players are always at the top of these majors and it's yep. 
must watch TV. And we were not disappointed this weekend to get to see Brooks Kepka and Scotty Scheffler coming back out of nowhere and Victor Hovland playing out of his mind, coming down to the last, you know, hole or two. But Brooks Kepka, right? I mean, fifth major, third PGA championship, first guy on the live tour to win a major championship since the live defections. Like it was, it had everything and it was awesome. It was awesome. And it also had the, the great story of who we didn't even find out till the last day was Michael block, Michael um, block, who was yeah. a, who was a, a pro for his, for the, the home course. Uh, he was just yep. a, a pro at his, at his home country club that got some crazy exemption to play on the PGA championship and shot. He shot even, he shot yeah. even finished he in the top 15th. 20. He finished, he finished 15th. 15th, won 300,000 in purse winnings. I mean, yeah. Can you talk about and, a life changing moment for, for a guy that just plays, teaches golf to like yeah. he was talking about to young kids every day and just works with his community and he gets this opportunity and, and he outplays guys like, you know, Colin Morikawa, uh, John Matsuyama, Rom. John Rom, John, you know, Jordan couldn't, didn't even, couldn't even yeah. co come close. I mean, it was just pretty insane to watch, you know, but what he did, the hole in one, the was hole like in one was a, awesome. a clip that went viral. I mean, right, right in the hole. I've never seen that before. A, a yeah. hole in one like that. So not only that, but Brooks Kepler was hysterical in his post conference. He's like, "Drinks on Mike, man. Let's go, yeah. man. Pay up. Like when you so get a hole in one, you buy drinks for everybody. I don't care. And, yep. and you know, he gets an exemption to come play it again next year, right? It's just it's good sport, man. And yeah. that course was magnificent right oak hill in rochester florida or rochester florida rochester new york up by buffalo right played 7384 yards i mean it's mind-boggling to me i mean the courses we play are 62 64 right. these guys are playing another thousand yards if you didn't hit the fairway you were in rough up to your eyeballs like i mean yeah. some of the hardest shots i've ever seen some of the craziest undulations of the green i mean we watched a uh Remember that? I don't remember who it was. I don't know if it was Matsuyama or whatever, but some guy hit a putt where it literally did like an S, uh, right? It I went left. I, it went I, I had never it seen that before. Left. I mean, yeah, the, the greens were crazy. It was just a crazy overall course. I mean, it was yes. hard on them. The, the, the winner, um, you know, was only, was only nine under. So, yep. you know, you don't see that too often nowadays. G really, really good tournament. Awesome to see that story. And then Kepi gets a win, like you said, his fifth major. So, it was a, a win that he's needed. He's been he's been close. Uh, for, you know, a couple of last majors hasn't been able to get it done, but uh, came in second. Came in second at the Open, U.S. Open, right? Yeah. So, so that was a big win for him to mm -hmm. uh, to to actually get the win. So uh, next up on the the PGA Tour, the British Open, or British. now it's called the Open, but yes, it just the Open. somewhere somewhere out in Scotland, England, Scotland, Wales, somewhere you know. Right. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll make a a return into the golf but very good pga tournament there let's yep. get into news from this weekend uh starting in the nfl uh tom brady is pretty close to being a part owner of the las vegas raiders um has to go through full nfl approval whatever but i mean i don't see a reason why it won't get approved and tom brady less than a year or two years of being retired is already a part owner in a nfl team who would have thought so so my, my question is, did Bob Kraft not offer a little minority ownership of the Patriots? I don't know. I, I think it was more, you know, it, maybe he didn't want to go too close to home and maybe he wanted maybe. to branch out and do something his own, uh, you know, himself 
you know, investing in Las Vegas, you know, good investment to the rich to, get you know, richer, right? Get, yeah. get, you know, uh, get a part of that team and, and that city, especially with, you know, the A's coming and, and Vegas just keeps on, uh, keeps on growing. So sure. Maybe that's the reason, but you know, Robert Kraft strikes me as a guy that even to his dearest godson Tom Brady, he may not even give up a percentage of, of his so, ownership of the state. So, so two things about this story. One, they, like I read an article and it literally highlighted it three times. Tom Brady will have no football decision-making for the Las right. Vegas Raiders. This is literally no, this, a minority silent this is, partner. This is silent partner wants to have the name, you know, attached yeah. to him. And that, yeah. that's all it is. He's not joining the front <laughs> office or the, being the GM. Like that's right. not what's happening here. He's, this is just him inching in, and and it's it's not really a big story. It's just he no, is a partial, you know, and, owner, I guess. And then the other Tom Brady thing that's kind of funny out there right now, right? So you know they're having the first of what will probably be many celebrations of his career for the Patriots, right? He's coming back for one of the games to get like a, a yeah, special first game plaque of the year. Actually, yeah. this is the first game. Okay, so my question is. When he comes and walks on that field, does he have the seven rings on his fingers? And is the one from Tampa on there? Yeah, I mean, you got to include them all. I mean, he, <laughs> what, what are we we're, we're, we're being petty I'm, about? He didn't get you six? I mean, come no, on. I, I'm just asking, does he leave the one from Tampa at home on no, the, on the jewelry box? Okay. Just make you, it sure. you wear them all or you wear them not. You don't wear okay. any of them. I mean, it's, it's, I think that's Fine. a pretty simple uh, Super Bowl ring rule. Even though I don't okay. have any, but I think that would yeah, be cool. Yeah. Um, what about the NFL owners had a meeting? They pushed some rules forward like they do every year, some some minor mm -hmm. tweaks, nothing like major or anything like that. But they approved the okay of flexing Thursday night games now. Yep. Um, which Thank is, you, if God. Thank you, God. Old complainer like you and and can't appreciate Bears, can't. Uh, Commanders, Thursday night football, Jaguars, Titans, Thursday night football. Uh, no, I'm just joking. I mean, nobody yeah, should obvious, have to deal with that. Nobody. It's a pretty, it's a pretty obvious rule change. I mean, there, there were some Thursday night games that were coming down um at the end of the year there that were just meaningless. And you yeah. do it for Sunday night, you do it for Monday. You can change games that have more meaning to get on prime time. Thursday right. shouldn't be, you know, any different. I know the short week comes into effect, and and sometimes it messes up there. But you know, at the end of the day, it's 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 one game and. If it happens to be that that your team, you know, it gets flexed into there, I'm sure the other team has the same disadvantage as 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 sure. you. So, it, it, all but in nobody, all, it's it's not the end of the world. But nobody should ever, nobody should ever be punished with Jacksonville, <laughs> Houston on a Thursday night. Yeah, nobody. Or well, Cleveland, here's Atlanta. Here's the thing. You might get that this year because I mean, maybe Jacksonville and Houston will be good. So uh, week twelve when they play on Thursday night, you might you you it might not get flexed. This is just so yeah. they can have it just in case they do want maybe one or two, maybe three a year. It's it's not going to impact you know anything like that. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, they also another rule they approved was adding a third QB to the roster rule, which is a really good one. Yes. You know, definitely something I didn't I didn't see coming, but a much needed kind of like. If you follow the NHL, they have the emergency goalie uh, rule there, where one suits up, uh, one suits up, sits in the crowd, and can be that third emergency goalie for either team. The NFL is doing yep. it, but they're going to have each team have their own. It's not a roster spot; it's just an emergency third quarterback that can be flown out to games, sit on the sideline, and 
we've seen in, we've actually seen a couple instances the last couple mm-hmm. seasons where whether it was COVID or now just injury, two guys getting hurt in the same game, and you know what you, you the, have what about the NFC the NFC championship game? Right. right? I mean, the fact that they didn't have a th- uh, Christian McCaffrey to to, to play right. quarterback there, whoever yeah. was doing it. I mean, th- yeah, we we've seen you know some instances happen in the last couple seasons, so this just makes yeah. sense. It's just for safety no and just just to have that third. I'm surprised it took to 2023 to, to get <laughs> of this I, uh, rule. So. so so I heard the rumblings of this before this, you know, the, the NFL owners meetings. And I, I was just mind boggled by the fact that this was so contested, right? Like, what is the yeah, issue? I don't, I don't understand the, the why you'd be against it, right? Put a th- I mean, you, you, he's already on your practice squad. It's not like you're picking right. a guy out of Walmart. It's not like you're begging Kurt Warner to come back, you know? Right. I mean, and, and, and to the inst- to the one instance every couple of seasons that this is going to happen and where you have to turn to that third quarterback, it's like, why not just have that, you know, option? It doesn't make yeah. any any real sense on why you would be opposed to it. It's just a simple, now, you know, now I did. Fix. Now, I didn't see I didn't see I, I know you read it. I didn't see the, the actual official word. They were talking about that if the third quarterback came in, that one and two, the first and second string quarterbacks couldn't come back no matter what. Right. I don't know mm-hmm. if they approve that part. Yeah. I mean, look, we're just talking like, you know, the, the one out of a thousand games yeah. that this is going to happen. So it's just a no brainer just to have it just in case. So uh, fine with that. And then the NFL announced that green Bay will host the 2025 NFL draft. So in, in two Aww. years from now, we'll be flying to green Bay um, for, for the draft there. So that's NFL news for you. Nice. Um, any any anything that wanted that that caught your eye you wanted to mention before we hop into uh, the playoffs over here? Yeah, I, I two things. One, the passing of Jim Brown, right? Yeah. I mean, I, you're you're too young. I, I'm even too young to remember Jim Brown, you know. But my dad used and your grandfather used to idolize him, right? Just right. idolize him. I mean, this is a guy who only played nine seasons, and he is the eleventh most you know rushing yards ever. He's sixth all-time in rushing TDs, and he's the only player in the NFL history to average 100 yards a game through his career. I mean, he was so dominant that he, he went out on top. He wanted to be an actor. He wanted to do other things. He wanted to be somebody that gave back to the community, and, and, and he had so many things that he wanted to accomplish in his life, which he did. But the fact that he cut his career short, like a Barry Sanders, like a Calvin Johnson, you know, he could have just dominated every record in the history yeah, of the he, NFL. He could have easily, <clears throat> you know, like you said, br- broken every single record there. Um, but yeah, definitely just a, a sad thing. Just a, an NFL icon. I mean, that's yep. been a face of the league for so many years. Obviously, has been a running back that that all these new guys say they looked up to and watched. You know, as 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 they grew up and then tried to you know, yep. uh, you know, create their game after him, but. You know, it, it's just it, it, it sucks because you're starting to see all these legends, you know, leave, especially just across all sports, you know, that we've yeah. dealt with in the last couple of years. So tough to see there. But the uh, the legacy of Jim Brown will, you know, always live on throughout the NFL. Definitely. So 100 percent. And then the other thing that you didn't bring up that I'm just I'm shocked you didn't bring up is the retirement announcement of Carmelo uh, Anthony. I, I did not get to that. Well, I was going through NFL and then. You yeah. know, I figured you'd remind me about that, but that is a big it. piece of news. Carmelo Anthony deciding to officially retire today. I mean, we're talking about 
one of the just one of the best scorers and I mean mm-hmm. honestly players that we've ever seen in in the yep. NBA. I mean, Carmelo Anthony was was just a, a star in New York for so many years, and mm-hmm. he gave that team hope. After I mean they just uh, you know had nothing going for them you know uh, before he right. got there for for a long stretch of time, and he came and he was. He was the, you know, the king of New York for however long he was there and had some incredible playoff moments where they he never had a great team around him and they never had, you know, an actual contending team. But, man, he carried that team to even playoff series wins. You know, I, they never went far or made crazy runs. And unfortunately, he didn't, you know, ever get, you know, a ring in New York. But, you know, he was one of the best scorers just along his career. I know he, he, he was a journeyman and, and went to other places after, but. You know, ended it, it probably. You know, I, I don't have it with me, but I sure I'm sure you do. You know, what what he finish in the scoring list there? Really? I'm, I, I would go. You, you, I don't you have to pull it up. I figured you did, so I yeah, I, I turn to you. I'll go. To, I'll 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 go with he's tw- eighteen. Wow, you're not even close. Ninth. Wow, he's, he's the ninth. He's a top ten scorer. Score. He's a yes. yeah, first time all, hall, hall of famer. Yes. And, we, Thank- we we just lost uh, one of the you know great players of my generation or I guess so, when right, I was growing so up. Let, let, let's talk stats because you know I'm a stats guy, right? And I love mm-hmm. stats, right? Played 19 seasons in the NBA. Right. 16 of those 19, he averaged 21 points or better. He led the league in scoring one year at 28.7, you know, for New York back in 2013. He won the Olympics three times. He won the NCAA championship at Syracuse. Right. He played for five teams. I mean, basically, he's really known for playing for Denver and for, you know, New York. Right. And I, but, I forget yeah. about Denver. Young Carmelo was yeah. still an amazing player and he was 100%. great in, in Denver. Yeah. So, you know, then after New York, after spending seven years in New York or eight years in New York, he played one year at Oklahoma City, about 10 games right. in Houston before Did, they caught him. And yeah, then he finished just, in Portland. It yeah. just it, it just went bad quick for for yes. Carmelo. He had a stint with the Lakers, uh, I believe, there. It, for a minute the, and a half. It, for a minute, yeah. yeah it, did, it didn't work yeah. out. So, you yeah. know, the, the the end of his career, you kind of just eh, say whatever. But, I mean, the the his his time with the Knicks and his time with the Nuggets is just uh, just an excellent career. And, you know, well, he, he he retires. We, we knew he was pretty much done with basketball, but a, an official yes. retirement, you know, puts him, you know, in a couple of years. So he'll, he'll be in the Hall of Fame with a lot, the rest of the greats. And, and uh, you know, you're talking a, about a great a... player. You're talking about a 10-time NBA All-Star, seven-time All-NBA selection, right? I mean, this is a guy who was, uh, you know, all-rookie selection. I mean, he was the scoring leader, like I said, one time. Do you know what his most points in a game were? See uh, he had you know, well, he, he had 61, I believe. 62. 62. Nice. 62. Good job. Against I mean, it was, the like, it was for New York, yeah. I remember yep. the game. Uh, you, it's a famous game. I mean, yep. just his, the performance he couldn't he had, miss. Yeah, he, he couldn't miss. Yeah, he, so, you know, he had the... The, the Christmas game against the Bulls, I remember. Oh. He had some some big threes to to win there. Scored I mean, over 50. Just, yep. Right. Just some some key moments from Carmelo. We, I mean, he, he had countless, you know, playoff memories, yep. I'm sure, too, with the Knicks. So there is some. Uh, and then you go to Denver, uh, Melo. Young Melo, when he could jump out the gym, and he was mm-hmm. just dunking on everyone. I mean, was he in a, I don't know if he was ever in a dunk contest. I don't think. Wait, not only was he in, yes, he was in a dunk contest. Okay, he was. You you want to hear the coolest thing? This one I happened to read today. He won the dunk contest in high school for the All-American, you know, for the McDonald's All-American. So he was jumping out of gym even in high school. But he didn't win in the NBA. No, he didn't win the NBA. 
Right. Nope. Yeah, I mean, he he was he was an all around player, and then when he got a little older and the, the balance the and started system to... <laughs> wasn't there, he just became this unbelievable scorer and shooter, and and yep. it, it was, you know, he he adapted to the game, which was really cool, and you know, Carmelo, off, Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony, you know, hats off and enjoy enjoy retirement there, buddy. Yeah, so definitely. Uh, let's get in now to uh, the NBA playoffs and the okay. the two series that we have here, and uh, you don't want to start the NHL because we can go real quick there. Yeah, I mean, we like we're not going to take too much of your time today. We're obviously that when this comes out, we're probably going to have a sweep um, with this Nuggets Lakers series. I mean, I don't know if you think the Lakers could possibly get no. this game and 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 do anything with it. They are favored by three. The game starts in about twenty minutes of recording this. Please, um, please, please give me the points. Listen, I, I don't think they're going to win. I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think Denver is is on any. Any planet considering resting starters, you know, nope. not tra- taking this game serious, wanting to win at home, they're they have they they are too set and too focused on on getting this this NBA you know uh, championship uh, to play around in this. They know LeBron isn't going to quit. The Lakers are still going to bring it tonight. Again, they haven't played a bad series. The yep. Nuggets can't afford to to come out and not fire in this game. They just have to end this here. I think they do. I, I again, I think that you know Mike Malone. Has them just too focused on on the 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 that the the end goal and and I yeah. really do think they're going to come out. Jamal Murray has been playing unbelievable. Mm. They don't have an answer for him. D'Angelo Russell is become unplayable. Like they 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 are getting they are really getting beat inside and out. You know, it, it, there's nothing the Lakers really can do. They don't have they they just don't they don't match up well against this no. team at all and it's hurting them three and i think this is four oh yeah i think they get it's so, just as sweet so there's a couple of things that i've seen like number one the lakers to me look spent right i mean you know yeah, lebron's hurting lebron's definitely hurting lebron is 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 hurting i mean ad is hurting yes the extra game that they had, the playing games, the extra long series, you know, right. you know, how about, Utah, how about like, starting? How about in the, the start of the year being 13th out of 15th in the, the conference, you know, right. having to actually play meaningful games at the end of the year to just make yeah. the playoffs like this is starting. It takes, it it, takes a tear on your so body. Like, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I know the trade deadline, you know, helped them solidify a team that gets them to the West Coast final, but. But like I just mentioned, they were 13th out of 15th in the West. This team didn't expect to get this far. And sometimes when you don't expect, you know, to get that far you're, you're, with your own team, you know, and you get that far, it's like, yeah, we, we made it this far. But they didn't, they didn't, they knew they didn't have the legs to go this far and, and right. compete with a Nuggets team that's fully healthy. I'm knocking on wood because I don't want to see an injury, but, you know, as we're getting to the, them going to the finals. But this team fully healthy, unless something goes wrong, you know, yep. the, the, this team's not going to be stopped. So I, I'm trying to remember a time where you could watch six players, the starting five and Brent, uh, Bruce Brown, that have been better, right? That, that have just That's, played better, where you get it, contributions out of all right. six it's, every night. It's really hard because we are so used to the last however many years now, you know, almost a decade really of the – Cavs, LeBron, LeBron and Steph. team, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson on the Warriors, KD, you know, being there. And, and like, we, we, we've seen all these great teams, but, but all of them have had stars that have carried them, you know, to the top. And this yeah. one, we're seeing Jokic do it, but everyone else is doing it on just an extremely high level. And it's not, it's, it's not just Jokic. Like, this team, are, we, we saw just Jokic the last two years. 
They didn't yeah. get this far. They weren't this dominant. Everybody no. is is well, is on is on. They weren't now. this dominant because they, Jamal Murray was hurt. Right. right. I mean, this was the best team in the league two years ago, and Jamal Murray goes down, and, and there goes their playoffs. But Kadarius yep. Colwell-Pope is having a phenomenal series, and so is Michael Porter Jr. Those two players are so unheralded right now, and, and KCP is putting a dagger in his old team. I mean, they cannot stop him. He is outplaying almost everybody on the Lakers other than Reeves and, and, and Davis. You know, and the, it's, it's unbelievable. This... This is the difference between the Nuggets and the Lakers. The Lakers have gotten to this far by taking good shots, dominating in, in, in the, you know, in the post and, 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 you know, inside and getting easy buckets and LeBron and, and Anthony Davis has been playing very well um, and all that. But the difference in this is they needed their guards to step up to combat whatever this, this three headed monster is with Jokic Murray and, and Porter Jr. is becoming shooting wise. They're all yep. shooting insane percentages from the field. Jokic, 55. Mm -hmm. uh, Murray, 48. Michael Porter Jr. is shooting 47%. You know what the biggest knock on Michael Porter Jr. was? Coming out of college, he dealt with injuries, and then trying to come up in the Nuggets system. He was always a great recruit, but his biggest problem was, this guy's not that consistent of a shooter. He's shooting 42% from three. Every time he gets the ball, he catches, he catches it and shoots it. And it's going in Such every time. Player. Murray Murray is shooting eight threes a game, and he's making four. I mean, th this sure. this team, if, if you're going to beat the Nuggets, you got to combat them with shooters. And the Lakers right now, their answer is Austin Reeves. And Austin Reeves is playing fantastic. But Austin Reeves, 25 points, even 30, doesn't combine anywhere near, you know, those three guys. So, they don't, I mean, this was a series that if the Lakers had any chance, they needed D'Angelo Russell to step up. He has been Un, like I said, unplayable. He's been taken out of the lineup yep. completely in some of these games. Um, and and then you know Vanderbilt's it, been there, terrible. Yeah, yeah. Vanderbilt fell off, and Schroeder isn't giving you the best minutes. And then unfortunately, LeBron James, they, they were at a different point in his career. Where now you know he still we can still admire how great of a player he is at almost the age forty. But unfortunately, the the days of of Cavalier LeBron carrying a a age old uh, you know. Uh, uh, Kevin Love and sidekick Kyrie are over, and he can't do that anymore. So th this Nuggets team is too much, and they are simply that they are simply playing too consistently good right now for the Lakers to even yep. gain any momentum. Even if they're playing good, still are losing. You, you, you know what warms my heart? It really warms my heart. I went back to our preview show like six months ago, yeah. And there's a certain person here who picked the Denver Nuggets to win it all. And I'm feeling pretty proud right now because this, I never picked anything back, right. Back in, the, back in uh, like, uh, in like October. Season, yes. And I was in love yeah. with this team because Jamal Murray was healthy and they had Jokic. <laughs> and I just, I, I love the starting five. I didn't even know who Bruce Brown was at the time. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it's, and, and Christian Brown, like, you know, comes in for three minutes and Jeff Brown comes in for five minutes. But this, the, the six of them right now, are are playing just exquisite right. basketball. I can't come up with a better word for it. And we're 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 assuming the Nuggets move on, and we'll talk about them in the finals later. They are the moving week, on. No team has Lakers, ever won yeah. down 3 But the Lakers, you know, they head into an offseason. We don't have to get into a deep conversation, but they have a lot of question marks on this team. This was like, sure, it was maybe the last run. Maybe it wasn't. Is LeBron done? Is he not done? Is he really playing with with his son next year? 
You know, they have a lot of question marks with Rui Hachimura and Austin Reeves are both restricted free agents. So, you know, with their, you know, really good postseason play, they're going to get money thrown at them in off in the offseason. Can they yep. retain them while keeping LeBron and Anthony Davis, you know, and, and some of these other, you know, guys that they're going to have to pay to keep this team together? Because what the Lakers don't want to do is, on, is, is lose all these pieces that, that have got them this far and then go back to yeah. a LeBron, Anthony Davis, and no role player kind of team because we saw what happened to them, um, and it wasn't was good. It was, a, it was one of the yep. worst teams in the league. So they can't do right. that. You know, all these rumors about, will they trade for Kyrie and get another star? It's like they just – they can't do that. And, and I'm not saying they can't and as, as it's not an option. It is it, – it's just not the right one. And I don't know if the Lakers will make that mistake again of, of, of trying to get – some other star there to, you know, to, to help. And th- they need this money to go to Austin Reeves. They need to match contracts, you know, for him and Hachimura to keep them around because if they're going to keep Agreed. LeBron for at least another year, Anthony Davis for another year, they're going to have to keep a, a team around them that can support a, you know, these guys that are, 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 are still good, but are dealing with injury issues and, and, and are just not c- at consistent points in their, in their career right now. I don't think there's any doubt that that uh, uh, Hachimura and Reeves need to be resigned. I mean, yeah. this team this team is a completely different and, team and, with and those two ha- guys on. And the Hachimura team. is not a, not one I worry about. Whatever team throws a four year fifty million at him, like they they can match that. It's a it's a next contract for a guy that's coming mm-hmm. off his rookie deal. Austin Reeves is a twenty five per game scorer right now. That's going to start on a team next year. And whether it yep. is the Lakers or another team, I I am not sure. A, a, a team out there, and and this is this is what is being talked about as Austin Reeves becomes probably the best free agent on the market. You know, in a not as strong free agency class, he's going to go in commanding twenty twenty five million dollars a year, and and some team I can honestly see throwing four years a hundred million at Austin Reeves. I see it. It happens every oh. year in the NBA. AJ, uh, in NBA free he agency, could, he's going to get more than that. And he could even he's get gonna more. Get, he's going to get throw 30 million, million at, yeah, at, at Austin Reeves. And it happens no every NBA offseason. Some team is going to do it. Is it the Magic? I don't yep. think they throw that kind of money at people. But, you know, these bad teams that have cap space, you know, maybe the the, the freaking the Pistons Houston do or something. Detroit, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Houston, want, like, these bad teams can really throw Austin Reeves the bag. I, I don't know if the Lakers can match a, a deal over a hundred million and, and, and pay that. I don't know if they can, right. if they want to go in the luxury right. tax maybe, but they have a lot of thinking to do. We'll see what LeBron first, does. I'm sure he'll be back for year 20 or well, 21. Or well, that's just it. Is. What, what does LeBron do is going to dictate everything the Lakers yeah. have. To and do he's going to be back. Like it's either like he, LeBron James isn't going to play for another team, you know, unless it has to do with his son. It's just, I don't see it yeah. happening. Like he's going to stay in LA. His family's in LA. His kids go to school in LA. So He'll come back for one year. I'm sure LeBron James Jr. will get drafted next, and we'll see what happens with the LeBron journey. Which is amazing because I didn't even know this. This is crazy that I didn't know this until about two weeks ago. Is I didn't realize he had another son, younger Bryce. Yeah, he's he's even better than Bronny. And he's he's looking good right now. And this was a guy that wasn't as good as Bronny as a younger kid and and was small and and really was kind of – an undersized player and didn't know if he'd get the genes, but he, he's got the genes now. He's, he's, ex- he's grown he's up exploded. a little bit and, and, like and six, he is, six or whatever. Yeah. yeah. This guy is going to be good as well. And Bronny's very good as yep. well. So the LeBron James yep. legacy will be around for, uh, for a while there. Yep. Let's get into the, the Eastern conference final now, and we can spend a little less time on this Let's, one. Cause this is just, 
This is just I, but, gross to watch it, from the Boston Celtics. This is gross. gross. And, and it's, but, but there, and it, and it's, there was a really and then you have to, thing, though. but then you have to look at the heat and I, and I, again, I'm trying my best not to disrespect the heat here. And I know I'm, I, stop, we, disres- we've been, stop disrespecting. Stop. I'm not trying to disrespect and I'm really not, but this is disgusting basketball from the Celtics. And, and I give credit where credit's due. Like the heat are so determined and I really got reminded of it in game three of why I was so wrong in picking against this team. It's because we all looked into too much of the season. But what about last season? Did you see the clip in game three? Marcus Smart goes to Jimmy Butler. They're bumping back and forth. They're talking, and a hot mic picks up. Marcus Smart say to him and says, we beat you guys last year. Stop all the talking. You know, we're good. We beat you guys last year. Which, first of all, is such a loser mentality to have that type of response. You're getting destroyed. How about stop talking? The other team can talk all they want. That's how it works. You know, like, I, I'm sorry. If you want to cry about it, you can. But the Heat were one Jimmy Butler three away from going to the NBA Finals last year. I forgot it. I don't know if you did. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to speak mm-hmm. for you. But no. I forgot about it. This Heat team was one Jimmy Butler three away from going to the NBA Finals, and, the, and he missed. And they lost in seven to the okay. Celtics. And the Celtics went, and then they lost to the Golden State Warriors. And we've, the Heat this year were disappointing. You know, the, Jimmy Butler wasn't playing great basketball in the regular season. They had the playing game down 20 to Chicago in the playing game. Come, come back and win from that. And, and it just feels that, again, we say it like this is a playoff, you know, type of team. But they really all they did was, was have to get into this tournament, start playing basketball at the right time. And this team had already been here. The last three out of the last four years, not to mention game seven, one, three away last, literally last year. So it, 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 it hit me in game three that said this was a personal matchup for the Heat. Yes, they got gifted with Giannis being hurt. Yes, the Knicks weren't the toughest offensive opponent to play and match. But I'm telling you, this Celtics team is good. And the Celtics team is a talented team in the East. And the Heat, they took this personal from game one. This was revenge sure. from game one. We are not going to lose like we did last year. And the Celtics took it for granted. They didn't think they'd go down 1-0. They didn't think they'd go down 2-0. And I'm telling you, after that, after you go down 2-0, losing both at, you know, at home, this was over. And you could see it on their faces. They're, they're, the locker room is gone. Uh, Missoula has definitely lost the locker room, and he will be fired after this series. I don't even care what it finishes. Um, but But this is... This is extremely impressive from a Heat team that I they they have taken this personal um and and they are they're also on a mission to win a, an NBA championship and I know we sure. talk about the Nuggets and the Nuggets are so great but this Heat team has been so close for a lot longer than than some of even these other NBA teams we've talked about um you know all these super teams that have not shown up uh, and actually got the championship the Heat have been here with this team with Jimmy yeah. Butler and, well, and these undrafted free agents so. Yeah. Eric Spolstra, uh, the, the unbelievable um, job that he's yep. done here, and and the Heat are going to win this. You know, maybe this. I, I'd say the Celtics are more likely to get a game here than the Lakers. But again, this Celtics team has quit. Right. It's it's I over. Got, I got five things to throw at you, and then I want your reaction on them. Okay, we'll, we'll start with the easiest. Yep. In what world? Should the Celtics have been favored in game three at Miami after losing two games at home? 
that they were three and a half point favorites going in the game. I mean, you want to talk yeah. about disrespect? Like you are just constantly get like we give disrespect to Miami. Vegas gave disrespect to Miami. Yeah. Well, because it's again, this isn't a the the problem is is you can give respect. You can say I was mm-hmm. wrong about this, but you're just adding to the point that nobody expected this 3-0 heat. Guess what? The sure. Heat fans didn't expect it. The only ones that expected it were the players on the floor and the coaches yeah. that that coach the players. That's it. Sure. You know, and that's Got why it. it makes it so unbelievable how this is happening because it, they are they are basically they're busting every projection, every odds like this is not yeah. supposed to be happening and they are just playing at an unbelievable rate right now um that that it is happening. They're making it happen. Okay. Second thing is this team better without Tyler Hero? I would say no. They're not better without him. I think it's allowed other guys to come into roles to play within those roles. Um, but you, 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 you've you seen can... the emergence. You, but AJ, you've seen the emergence now of Gabe Vincent. You've seen the emergence of Caleb right, but, Martin. But, They're getting the minutes that seen... Tyler Hero would have taken from him. And but again, I am not. I'm not in the belief. We have this conversation all the time. We had it when John with the John Morant situation, where Memphis had a better record without him. Like I'm not someone that thinks yeah. you take a star player out of a lineup and it makes it better. It just opens other opportunity, and it happens to be that the Miami Heat have four Tyler heroes on the bench. They, right. It's it's ridiculous. Like they have Gabe Vincent and Duncan Robinson and Max Struess and. Caleb Martin, who are all yep. three-point specialist shooters that can just they, they don't all, need Tyler Hero every game. They don't need Hero. Tyler Hero right now. They just mm-hmm. don't. They don't need him. He doesn't well, make that, them that, better, that, but that, they don't need him. That brings me to my third point. Okay, Duncan Robinson, who had a phenomenal playoffs last year, got in the doghouse this year, rode the bench the entire season, basically, right. Yep. Comes now in the playoffs to, to basically one of the guys that's got to step up with Hero out and has been absolutely phenomenal. Like, I, yeah. the, it just isn't even mind boggling to think this guy rode the bench the entire season. Well, it just, it just shows that Eric Spolstra, obviously, you know, whether it was tough love or something, because Duncan Robinson, like, he's getting paid over 20 million a season, like, got a, a, yeah. a, a whatever at the time max extension. For out off his undrafted rookie contract, he got that right. amount of money because of how good he was and such a good electric three point shooter. He just happened yeah. to have a really bad stretch where he was benched for most of the year, which just shows you that Eric Spolstra, again, I don't know if it's tough love or it's 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 like learn your lesson or when the chance comes, maybe you'll have a, an opportunity to earn your time back. But it, it, it's like it's is this guy a genius? He pissed Duncan Robinson so so off so much that ty- all it took for Tyler Hero to get hurt, and now he's back to regular Duncan it's, Robinson form. It's it's unbelievable. All right, I number know, four. I, I don't know how this is happening. I don't either. Number four, which I this is mind boggling. Okay, right? I mean, obviously Miami, and you texted me during the game. You're like, I've never seen Miami shoot this well. Right. I mean, they yeah. shot 56 percent from the field. They shot 54 percent from three pointer, making 19 three pointers out of 35 shots. Like I just unbelievable. But did you see the rebounding? Yeah. If you just showed me the rebounding, the rebounding was 57 for the Celtics to 35 for the Heat, 21 offensive rebounds for Boston, one for Miami. 
and they still lost by 26. Well, it's simple as this. Whatever Miami's zone man defense, I don't even know what it, what it is. It's unlike any defense that anyone else plays. The only other team that I saw close to playing, it was the Bucks played it sometimes, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the Knicks played it sometimes that series. That's why you saw such low-scoring games. But this Heat yep. team, they don't play defense like anyone. It's swarming. It's They don't yep. let you get inside. Other teams will let you get inside and then let you make the mistake or make the move there. Um, whatever, but this heat team, you don't, you can't penetrate inside the three point line or the the amount of steals that I've seen Jimmy Butler get on intercepting passes or just cutting the guy off, playing great defense and stealing the ball, whether it's Brogdon Tatum has had a million turnovers this, this series. I mean, it's, it's been one after the other, the, the heat are getting in transition. They're getting easy buckets in transition. And then a team that plays that good in defense and and depends on transition buckets isn't supposed to shoot 23 pointers a game and make nope. more than half the, half of them that's why this is in this is insane to watch and why you're seeing the Miami Heat absolutely three straight games kill the Celtics is cuz what it's they're crazy. doing is they're on every cylinder they're firing um and yep. and it's just they they are they're playing to the best that this Heat has Heat team has ever played since Jimmy Butler is there. Jimmy Butler just That's became right. the all-time uh, single single playoff. I don't know how to word it, but Scor- single scoring playoff, you know, title. Uh, scoring title leader, whatever, passing LeBron yeah. and Dwayne Wade and all those guys. Like this is just a team it's that is, is is on a mission right now, and you're going to see two teams, the Nuggets and the Heat, where we all feel really strongly about the Nuggets. But I'm telling you, this Heat team is out to also get a ring. And they're not just going to let the Nuggets roll over them. They won't. Oh, I, yeah. Well, defensively, they're, they're, they're too strong. All right, my last point, and, and I just want a quick opinion on, on this one. Do you put it more on the Heat's defense being just absolutely swarming and unbelievable and Eric Spolstra just neutralizing what Boston does well? Or is Jason Tatum and, Jason, and Jalen Brown just not showing up to the series? It's... I give the credit to Miami because we have we saw Jalen Brown last series play really good while Tatum mm-hmm. was struggling, and then Tatum picks it up towards the end. So we saw and that they were capable. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw that they were capable, and and they were playing. The thing was, they were playing good in every other aspect, but scoring the ball really. Like they were playing yep. good defense, and that's how they they won that series. And it was a gutsy way to get out of it. But uh, unfortunately, th- this Miami defense isn't allowing them to, to get any part of the, their game going. It's not, it's not allowing anything to get going. They can't get into a consistent, you know, offensive stance and they can't run their, their sets or whatever. And, and Tatum, every time Tatum drives or, or tries to make a move, you know, him or Brogdon or, or smart, all the primary ball handlers are just getting the ball either taken away off the dribble or, or they're intercepting yeah. their passes. And when, when, Al Horford, again, I, I don't understand this. Like, the Celtics are just, it doesn't make any sense sometimes what they're doing. They, they panic, they get down in the game, and it's like, let's, let's have Al Horford shoot threes and miss five <laughs> of them. And like, I'm just yep. like, what, what is going on here? The Celtics are all out of whack because what's happening they is, are. like I'm saying, Miami is taking them out of whack, and they're trying every way to score. They're trying every different thing. It's not going to work. And, and Miami knows that they have them fully, you know, torn down and, and just – out of it right now and and they're capital capitalizing on it they're up 3-0 it's going to be 4-0-5-1 or 4-1 whatever it may be so well, all right m- m- money down will will boston win game four boston will win game four the heat you will, will no chance 
No the chance. Heat, they're the done. Heat will... They're mentally, they're mentally and physically <laughs> done. The I still say they win game four. The Heat will nope. win it in five. Back in Boston, nope. just get the broom out. The, the to, janitor just, just brought the broom. Anymore. The janitor brought the broom over so we can use it. All right. Well, the, before we go, the last two uh, NHL series are two zero and two zero right now, where the Panthers and Matthew Tuchuk have two overtime won, winners. They've, and won they're won four, they've already played four games, <laughs> but they, they only count for two. But they played like four. That four. They, the, they, we didn't they, talk about it. Game one was. Four overtime. It ended in, at two something in the morning. I couldn't stay past the third. Um, and then you had the whole fourth overtime go. Fifteen seconds left there. You think you're going to a fifth one, and Matthew Tuchuk no. ends it in Carolina. If I'm a Carolina fan, there, I'm. I'm just like I'm building him a statue. Think at that point, I don't. I don't. Yeah. No, I'm saying a Carolina fan. If I'm a Carolina fan at that four overtime game, oh, and Matthew oh. Tuchuk scores that overtime winner, I don't even know what my reaction would have been. Yeah. I would have just been. I would have cried. Maybe I don't even know. But he does it. I, I mean, it was so, it's so exhausting. Yeah, and they then game two, he does it. He does it again, and now they're up 2-0 as they return at least he to did it. At least Florida he... for game three. At, le- four. at least he did it in the first minute and fifty three seconds of the first overtime. Yeah, dude, he, he made sure he ended it so quick. clutch there. He's so he's clutch. So good. Did you did you just... see, did you did you see the goal? It was it was beautiful. Yeah, the bang bang, so you nice. know, cross cross ice pass. Oh, it was yeah. So good. And 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 this is what we've seen in hockey really the last couple of years is some of these these stars that find their way in the playoffs. They just ride this wave of just confidence yes. and and just being the guy who loves to hear the hometown you know cheer for them and the away crowd boo when they you know hit the ice. Like, yep. we're just starting to see some of these guys come out from these NHL playoffs and to Chuck has always been this really good player. And he's, he's definitely making uh, a name for himself in these player uh, in these playoffs. And then in the West, yeah. uh, the golden Knights go up to which we thought we, we acknowledged how well we thought Dallas was, but the golden yep. Knights have just been on a different level uh, with whoever yep. they're playing. They are playing way too good at hockey right now. Well, and they're getting phenomenal goaltending out of Aiden Hill, who before this playoffs, I don't think either one of us would have ever been able to even tell you who Ellie was, you know, right. but they're just so good. I mean, every line, they're, they're four lines deep. They've got, you know, the stars in Jack Eichel and Mark Stone and Marshall, you know, but like, it's, it's just so solid up and down the lineup. Like you don't, you don't get a break. The, the team right. is so good every time they put a line out there. And, yep. uh, you know, we, we said Dallas was playing great, but, Ultimately, Jake Ottinger has not been the best goalie in the league as we thought he would be. And the defense of Dallas has been porous, and they haven't gotten scoring out of Jason Robertson or or Jamie Benn or Tyler Sagan. It's it's right. all been Hines, you know. Right. So and, and Vegas, Vegas, the most overlooked thing of Vegas, and I know they're getting insane goaltending, but they have three all-star or just just star level players in the NHL, and that's Mark Stone, Jonathan Marchessault. Um and Jack Eichel, like they, those three yep. are totally forgotten as some of the best players in the NHL. Like Jack Eichel was one of the best players in the NHL on Buffalo. You know how irrelevant yep. those Buffalo teams were in the late 2010s? They were the worst teams in the league, yep. like ever. That team was terrible, and he yep. was a just a, a star, he, you know, he, in the in, in the he rest was there. Freed, and and yep. there was all the you know the controversy with his you know he wanted out, but he had a knee injury and. If if that didn't happen, like whoever would have tr- had to trade for Eichel, it would have been a ton of picks, prospects, whatever. I forget the scenario now; it was years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but go- the Golden Knights got to steal with a guy that that you know when he's on his game is is 
one of the best players in, in the league. So the Golden Knights are just riding this kind of under underrated. Only two years ago, but he's stepping up finally this season and this postseason and playing big for them. We're going to see a Florida Vegas final. None of these teams are going to come back That's just right. like the NBA. And uh, in, in that Stanley cup, I, I just, I think this is Florida's year. I just think they're playing too good. And I think Sergei Bobrovsky, I think there's there's a storyline there that no one's talking about. Like Sergei Bobrovsky has been trying to get a ring for a decade now. You know, oh, longer longer yeah. than that. Longer yeah. than that. He's probably been in the league 15 years. Like this is a guy who has, has waited for this opportunity. He's, I don't think he's ever been to a Stanley Cup. Blue, the Blue Jackets never uh, never got uh, there. Didn't I think? I want to say he played know, you, one. You he? might have. Uh, I I don't think he unless he was on a different team than the Blue Jackets because the Blue Jackets have never won a Stanley Cup. So unless he was on a different team, he definitely didn't win. Um, but he th- that's a storyline that just hasn't been talked about is, is he is on a, a now he, he took a chance on his last big contract to go to a young Florida team. And three years into that contract, they are, are destined now to make a, a, an, yeah. a, you know, a Stanley Cup final. But yeah, 13 years because because yeah, he started in Philly, which nobody remembers. Then he played for, for, for Columbus and he's been on Florida for four years now. So right. yeah, geez, my God, um, he's playing so well. Listen, th- this this Florida team is as good as it gets, and I don't know what the hell happened to them during the regular season, but whatever the the coach did to wake them up three weeks before the season ended to now, um, they're playing as good a hockey as anybody has played all season, and they're going to be a really hard out, really hard out. Yep. So Friday we could potentially have. An NHL Stanley Cup and an NBA Finals already set. There is a very real chance. I, of I would that. believe that that will be the case. Yes. So we, I, I don't uh, think I don't think your Boston Celtics are winning a game. I really yeah. don't. So we uh, we have a, a week to watch these dreadful series, and then we can start talking championship and final uh, predictions. And then we can just start talking football, man. It's getting and we're getting football. close to we're getting close to like OTAs and mini camps yep. and all kinds of good stuff. Can't wait. All right. Have a good week, buddy.